Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining this show and episode. I am so, so delighted to have my dear friend, Leah Siegel, as a guest for this episode of Currents. We are going to be talking about something that is so deeply important and maybe at the center of everything. which is relationship. I am so grateful to have Leah here to share her perspective, expertise, and just inspiration as a gifted artist and practitioner. Leah's an incredible singer, songwriter, has just such a powerful voice and artistic expression that really comes from the depths of her soul and her capacity to connect with people and the human experience. And it has informed her work as a healer and a practitioner of EFT. She's been working with individuals to find their wholeness and to find their core essence as perfect and loved and (laughs) in that finding deeper connection with self and spirit and just a more fulfilling life. She's also the creator of the SPAR method, which is a really beautiful and powerful facilitation tool that is a radical approach to resolving conflict in your relationships, particular um, your closest partner and romantic relationships. So she's been working with couples in this way that's been super powerful. She'll share a little bit about it today. But Leah, thank you so, so much for joining me. And I am so excited to dive into this conversation with you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for that beautiful introduction. Yeah, this is, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's, it's the, it's, connection is the most important experience we can have on the planet as a human. So I, you know, I love talking about it and I'm, and I love you obviously. So likewise, uh, glad to be here. Welcome everybody to the love fest. <laughs> so to kick us off, I just wanted to start with a little bit of a foundation. We're talking about relationship here. And there are all kinds of relationships, right? And a lot of your work is with romantic partners Mm -hmm. uh, and finding deeper connection there. But I just wanted to start with a baseline around relationship in general and why it is so important and foundational to our journey in this life, right? To our healing process, to our growth, our evolution, but also just to our day-to-day, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And finding satisfaction. I feel like relationships are such a pivotal core to everything from, you know, where and how we find fulfillment in our lives Mm -hmm. to 
success in our work, um, mm -hmm. dynamics in our families, <laughs> which ripple out into yeah. everything else, right? So just wanted to start with a little bit of a conversation around relationship in general and why it's so important. So yeah, curious well, your thoughts on that. You know, the first thing I think of is this this happiness study that came out of Harvard, right? This is the longest running, you know, collection of data that anybody's ever taken on happiness. I think it is over 80 years old now, this, this, this study. They've been following people and their families for decades. And the, the long and the short of it is that what they found is that relationships, the health of your relationships are what dictate your happiness. Mm -hmm. It's not wealth. It's not accomplishment. It's not success. It's the health and the wholeness of your relationships. That mm -hmm. is the number one predictor of happiness and health in your mm -hmm. life. That, that's it. I mean, it, <laughs> it just couldn't be more simple. And, you know, at the, at the end of our lives, right, people talk about this all the time. That I can't remember whose TED Talk this is, but, you know, most people on their deathbed aren't you know, they're, they're not wishing they had had more money at the end of their lives. They're wishing they'd had more love. They, they're wishing they'd had deeper connections with their family or their kids. Mm -hmm. um, they're, it, it, it's, it's connection. I mean, you know, it, it, it's also just so easy to kind of look around at your life if you are disconnected, you're likely to feel stress, you feel isolated, and the more you can get yourself into a community that where you feel belonging. I mean, this is now just so thoroughly studied. I mean, like a like 10 second Google search will bring you just like tons and tons of data. I mean, it's also it's also kind of, um, you know, the from the uh, neuroscience perspective, your brain is is basically, it's like the, you, you are influenced by the five brains you are closest to. Have you heard mm -hmm. that? I haven't. I've heard, yeah, different, different aspects. There are different ways of saying that, but yeah. Yes. So, so you look at the people you're closest to in your life, whether you realize it or not, you are being influenced by them. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's imperative. I mean, I'm saying it's imperative that you understand if you don't look at your life and think that relationships are the most important aspect or that that love and feeling belonging and accepted is the most important aspect of of your not just your happiness but your health your health mm. um then i'm going to ask you to take a deeper look and right. sit with it and and go a little deeper um i just read uh, this book, Medicine, Love, and Miracles mm. by Bernie Siegel. He, no relation, um, <laughs> although actually probably related. Probably relation. Because, yeah. <laughs> because that's the Jewish experience. You're related to all the other 5 million Jews that are left on the planet. Um, he was a surgeon. He, I think he was a pediatric surgeon. Um, he dealt with a lot of cancer and he wrote this book in the 80s, in the mid 80s, he wrote this book. Um, you'd love this book, Ray, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, 
But what he came to understand and changed his approach as a surgeon, as a surgeon treating cancer and, and other, you know, deadly disease, he changed his approach um, and finally came to understand that the root of these diseases starts in the mind. Mm-hmm. And the root of, of these diseases is unexpressed emotion right, and unresolved conflict. Mm. And he saw radical reversal of illness when the people who were willing to face these unresolved conflicts and express their unexpressed emotions, right. he saw radical reversal. Right. And if they didn't reverse their disease to then, you know, live out, you know, I I don't know, another decade of their lives, they found peace. Right. At the end of their lives. Right. So it's a win win. Like it, 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 no matter what, no matter what you're facing, there's always time Mm -hmm. to express an unexpressed emotion to the person who, who, you know, might be available to hear it. Even if nobody's available to hear it, you, you have to express, right, yeah. for mm-hmm. your health. And, and you must resolve conflict. You must resolve conflict. So that's what drives me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's so powerful. You know, like I have talked to people about how, you know, we heal. Healing is a collective act right? Beautifully said. Yeah. (laughs) And what you're saying is essentially at the core of that, which is that, you know, you need to express what it is that you're experiencing, feeling, and being witnessed in that, right, is, is so powerful. And yeah. And, you know, not everybody gets a witness. Right. Sure. And and it still works. Sure. Right. Like, the deeper you go into understanding how we're connected and and how we are we are you know we are we are just inextricably linked yeah. to to every not just to our family and to our lovers and our partners and our children and our friends and our community but also to our you know larger community our national community our global community we are we are linked and this the the, the, the the easier that feels to you the more likely you are going to be able to express and know that it's being received even if you're alone witnesses are yeah awesome. sure right not everyone gets one and that's okay sure and so uh, but one beautiful thing i think that you're suggesting yes you don't necessarily need a witness purely expressing what it is that you're feeling is super powerful and important, but that our relationships offer us a mirror. Yes. Right. They offer us the yes. the input. They are the thing that um that is the catalyst, right? For yes. the feeling, the experience that then allows us to express. So for example, and and that there's healing in that expression, right? Which sometimes can come come from conflict. But I think what you're saying is also that even like that, that conflict can be the opportunity for healing expression, um, for, you know, 
the the resolution and or just the being human, yes. right? Yes. Um, that yeah. is at the core of our well-being. And so it's just so important that we engage our relationships in that yeah. way. You- yes, uh, ab- absolutely. I mean, the way I often talk about it is, you know, whatever your personal journey is, like whatever you're kind of working on privately as an individual is heavily expedited by doing partner work. Right. right. So this mirror experience, right? It's a lot harder to stay in denial about stuff right? <laughs> when your partner is saying, look at this, look at this, look at this. I mean, right. this is this is why, you know, ultimately when we experience conflict in a relationship, it's because we are being shown something about ourselves that terrifies us. Right, right. That's exactly. the point. Yeah. That also means that you're probably in denial about it. And if you avoid this person, and I'm speaking from experience here, right? if you avoid this person, you are avoiding something something important that is being asked to be right. healed within you. And so, you know, I even from the very beginning, I, I was very conflict averse. I mean, yeah. oh my God, like, oh stunning and it and it took a lot of uh it, it took a explosive uh painful scenario for me to like even start taking a look right and what i learned was the, the more i you know worked this you know basically program that i created for myself for for yeah. my own avoidance for my for my own conflict aversion and for my own relationship years ago um I uh, I started experiencing um, gratitude for the rough patch, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the rough patch is is painful, but it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to face something that I'm pretty much guaranteeing needs to be faced. Right. If it's coming up, then it needs to be faced. And if it's coming up in your partnership and you don't see it, then it's likely that you're in denial about something. Yeah, exactly. I And I want to get to the partner piece. I just wanted to say this about this conflict piece that's so interesting. I think we're so conflict avoidant, mm-hmm. right, in our society. Uh, and yet the moments of conflict that I've had, even with friends, right, there's the partner stuff, but even with friends, I've noticed that the people who can come to me and really be mm-hmm. honest yeah. about yeah. something uncomfortable, right? Those have been such a powerful opportunity, as you said, to for me to look at myself and really get honest and say, wow, how did I contribute to this? And yeah. Yeah. that yeah. is a growing opportunity for me. But, you know, so many, most of us run away from it. We just don't, we don't want to feel bad. We don't yeah. want to be wrong or whatever it is. And so I think the power of being in the conflict is so incredible. It's the gift, right? Co- the conflict is the gift. I mean, and and look, I, when when two people are in conflict, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, someone that like they are right and you're wrong or you're right. And that's not the point. And that is not an appropriate or helpful way to look at your conflict. Um, especially when you're living with someone in relationship with someone. Right. Um, and there are 
much more, much healthier ways to look at conflict so that, first of all, you know, you don't immediately like berate yourself, like, you know, right. that's not, that's not the point and that's not helpful or that, you know, you're not immediately blaming this other person. That's not the point of something like SPAR, which, right. which will, sh- I mean, it just takes years off of like your need for couples therapy. And I'm, I'm not kidding about yeah. that. Um, but it, it's really that, uh, the experience of, being in conflict is it's a power tool when you know how to use it. And what happens like in a scenario when like a friend shows up and they're like, Hey, this, this, can we talk about this? Um, I had a weird feeling or, or whatever it is. What that does is not only are you able to maybe see something about yourself that you didn't see before, um, see something about this person that you didn't see before, but what happens with those kinds of conversations is you build more trust, right? You build more trust because you start feeling safer with this person. Right. And when you feel safe with someone and you are continuously building trust, you create intimacy Mm -hmm. and resilience. Those are the friendships that last. It's not the friendships that, you know, never have, have a problem. Right. And, the key, the key to a healthy, resilient, loving relationship, love relationship or any relationship, is that you learn how to disagree. Mm-hmm. You learn how to disagree and you learn how to disagree without hurting each other more than the disagreement hurts. Mm. The key to a healthy relationship is not always getting to yes. It's not. The, the, you cannot live in a world where you are constantly saying yes to another person. I, it just doesn't exist. F- right. For your healthy body, that does not exist. I'm right. not saying there aren't relationships where people aren't always, you know, like, yeah, we're just always on the same page. That's a possibility. But my guess is that it's likely that one of you is really compromising in a way that doesn't feel great. And while... I think compromise is very healthy. I don't think that's the end of the world. But real health, real resilience, real trust and safety comes from learning the art and practicing the skill of disagreeing with your partner and not hurting them for the disagreement. Right. And just letting the disagreement exist. Well, very specifically, and you know, this is this is this is a tool, right? right. If you can do that, if you can do this, then y- y- you're 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 great. You're on your way, right? Like, <laughs> I, I don't think you need spar. Right. Most people can't. It's very painful to do this, um, and that's why I teach what I teach, and that's why, you know, um, that's why it works, right? Yeah. So my system, spar, teaches you. It teaches your nervous system Mm -hmm. how to hold two opposing truths in your body that are so painful because it's personal to you. Right. Right. So many of our fights with our partners are, you know, we dig our heels in and are ready to die on all the hills because it means so much to us. And what SPAR teaches, uh, you know, 
among so many other things, is it teaches two people's nervous systems how to hold the space for two opposing truths that hurt, that actually physically hurt. Right. And then how to how to feel it, how to grow it, and how to manage that pain and move on from it, move through it without trying to intimidate or destroy the other person's world. Right. That's that's the key to everything. If you can do that on your own, that's all you need. That's all you mm-hmm. need. You learn you figure out everything else you could ever want or need in your relationship from just that tool. Right. So tell us a little bit more about SPAR, if you would. I mean, I think that's, you've just touched on the core of it. How does it work? How does it come to life in, in the dynamics that you're seeing, you know, between couples? Um, And how is it helping? How is it supporting? How is it um, growing people um, in the process of, of that experience? Yeah. You know, when I first created this, which is now eight years ago, I've been working with um, this tool with the SPAR method. Uh, I really found it shocking, um, frankly. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'll start with like a f- tiny, tiny bit of history. But, you know, my boyfriend and I uh, had been living together for a little while. We'd been together about five years. But we or maybe a little less, but, but we had not really been able to have a conversation for like two years or maybe more. Um, it was so painful. We were both extremely individual, you know, like artists who, oh my God, obsessed over our freedom and our art. And, you know, um, we were just like very hard to tame, um, And it was incredibly problematic in our relationship. Um, You know, my boyfriend was a commitment phobe and I was a a mess in ways that I couldn't even understand at the time, (laughs) if I'm being honest. Um, And we couldn't, we couldn't really get into therapy. There were a lot of problems with therapy. Like we could, we could never agree (laughs) <laughs> we never agree on getting to therapy. Like it was, uh-huh. it was super expensive. And the promise of therapy was always like, okay, so we go for a year. Like there's just, right. it's not often, it's, it's, it's more often that you find a therapist who just sort of like, you know, helps helps you you along. (laughs) It's kind of like, yeah, like it, it it just never felt, never felt really like we were getting anywhere Mm -hmm. when, when we did eventually find ourselves there, but, but we just, we couldn't do it. And, Mm -hmm. and we just kept disagreeing anyway. Um, so finally I just thought, I just want to have a conversation. Like I want to be able to have a conversation with this person who I think is the love of my life. Right. I, and, I, and I was like, even if this person, let's say, let's say I believe that this person is, is, is my soulmate and I have no other soulmates waiting for me <laughs> in the, in the world, which I don't necessarily believe, but let's say, and that, I think at the time I probably did believe that. Yeah. Um, I thought, 
it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what's the point of being with your soulmate if it's miserable and you can't have a conversation about the weather without like ripping each other a new one, you know? Right. So I thought about it and I just thought, what is really happening when we fight? And that was it. I It was like seeing the matrix. I'm, mm. it, I, I, it was actually like my brain went into like a Terminator mode and just like started scanning like the history of all of our fights really that's that's what happened yeah um and i just kind of saw some answers and i was like well this seems to really be the problem Mm. um and the only problem really is escalation that's really the only problem right if you can figure out how to keep from escalating then you can do pretty much all you need to do although there are some like important aspects um, that you need to understand, right? Right. About how to get ultimately where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so that's where it began. And I, I made this the whole method in an afternoon and John came home from a business trip. He was exhausted. And I was like, I made this thing. We're going to try having a conversation this way. He was like, okay. And we did. And we talked for 90 minutes for the first time in almost two years or or more. And we didn't raise our voice. We didn't insult each other. We didn't hurt each other. It was painful. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but not not harder than, you know, spending hours and hours just fighting and fighting and not getting anywhere Right. Um, it's certainly easier than that. And that changed our lives. It changed my life immediately right. and it changed our relationship. And we are happily married. And I was going to say, and now you're married. We, married. <laughs> we, we have, we use the SPAR method anytime we have a conflict that feels insurmountable or, you know, feels like we're working too hard to, you know, to sort of dig our heels in. Yeah. And this is what I see with my couples. This is what I see with my clients. I, I just just took a testimonial from um, a client who's been using SPAR for uh, almost five years now. Um, yeah. They've been using SPAR. And, you know, and I, I hear this about half the time. Like, this is what happens half the time. No matter how bad your fights are, in one spar session, in one spar session, right, you can have an immediate um, transformation with your partner. You will feel safer, more heard, more seen, more held, more loved in one experience, just one, right, and. You know, and and she was like, it, it was like, it was like being in a street fight. It was like being in a no holds barred street fight before we started using spar, and right. and now we don't ever need to fight that way. Right. We don't ever need to fight that way, and it's the it's the knowledge, like what the cards teach, what the actual method teaches you in one session, uh-huh. is knowledge that you can then take to every aspect of your life to bring more love and connection and ease and happiness and peace into your life. And they have gone on to, to use it with their parents. Uh-huh. 
Um, because and they both have, uh, or at least one of them in in my memory ha- has like a pretty difficult um, parental uh, experience. Yeah, and um, and you know they have a toddler and she can't wait to teach her daughter how to use this tool. Yeah, um, and you know sh- she was like, couples therapy was just so slow. Uh-huh. And this is this is a super fast, extremely cheap, like much, <laughs> much cheaper than than, you know, couples therapy. Right. Um, and you know, oftentimes it can be unhelpful, right? And so here is a is a is a program. It feels hard to learn at first because I'm asking you to confront each other. Right. In a way that your nervous system is like, hell no. Right. And once you teach your nervous system that it's safe to just sit and be face to face with this person and that you have a voice and how Mm -hmm. to use your voice and how to be heard and how to hear your partner and really feel the beauty of being able to build safety and trust much faster than you ever imagined possible. It's just the benefit of this is it's profound. Like it's actually profound Yeah, because it's fast. It it's cheaper than couples therapy, like by miles and miles and it's cheaper than divorce. Right. <laughs> and ultimately it's, 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 it's less painful. Right. Well, you know, a, a lot of what I love about what you're saying is I think, you know, when we get into the argument, into these arguments, mm-hmm. There's a way in which, at least I feel like my brain starts to go into like, there's something wrong with this, with me, with them. Yeah. And we start to go into this, like, I don't know, kind of like downward spiral, right? Yeah. yeah. Not to mention falling into these patterns of like attack. And what I'm here, which, which ultimately is right, like a part of us that wants to be heard, wants to be seen, totally wants to be acknowledged. And what I'm, feeling into from what you're saying is just like this space that's created that, you know, otherwise might not be there to actually be heard and be seen and to express what it is that you're trying to express that, you know, when we get into these fights um, in this more traditional way, right. There's just no space. There's like this, the escalation, right. It like creates this fire that that is untamable. And, and, you know, with your method, it's like, you know, just creating this safe place to say the things that otherwise don't, doesn't have the space to be heard because it's immediately, you know, attacked against. Right. And then that creates more, I'm not seen, I'm not heard. Uh, you, you don't get across, you know, what it is that you actually meant or the real feeling behind it. And so, yeah, just what a beautiful thing to get to um, actually express yourself with this most, the, the deepest relationship, right? Yes. The closest relationship to you. Yes. Um, that, like you said, then ripples out into your family or into your community and, and you know, how you relate um, with other people in your lives. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, it, 
it, it's 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 communication, right? right? It's it's real communication. Real communication. <laughs> that that's it. That's yeah. all. That's all you need is to, and you know, th- when we escalate, you know, we're not escalating because we feel like it's clearly the best, you know, way forward. It's right. our your limbic system is right completely hijacked. It's not your fault, right? Right? Like there's you can you can like bring in a lot of grace for like how how these fights take off and get from like you know zero to sixty in in seconds really right right um and and once you're there it's very very hard like unless you're a professional it's very hard to just all of a sudden be like okay let's take a beat <laughs> like it's just like, probably not gonna happen right right it's it's also you know most people just think that like they're going to die unless they're right Right, exactly. That's like and, what and your like, nervous system really is it. feeling. Yes. yes, that's really yeah. it. And and that comes from, you know, a, a lot of like childhood programming and it's just the way our it's the way our society is programmed. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's it's the way most cultures are programmed. It's not your fault. Right. And you know, I tr- in in my program, I really say that agreement feels great. Like getting yeses like we love the way it feels and you should you should you know rejoice in that feeling and let yourself really feel how good it feels to 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 be in a yes moment with each other right but it's not everything right in fact it's kind of the least of things right because again the point is if you want to if you want to feel safe in your relationship the only way you do that is by being able to say no right that's the only way safety and healing occurs. If I don't respect your no, or if you don't respect my no, then my yes is meaningless and your yes is meaningless. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. Right. That's it. Right. So safety and trust and, and real acceptance is developed when two people are expressing themselves authentically and feel that they have the space to do so and that they are not going to be um, asked to be fixed right. by having the feeling that they're having. Right. That's how you create a healthy, resilient relationship. Now, having said that, part of why this, uh, this, this method is so strong is because when you create the environment, the container, I guess, that, that, that allows for this experience, you get much, much clearer, um, let's say, guidance. Like uh-huh. you get to hear yourself more, and right. which means you can start understanding the difference between um, a disagreement and a deal breaker. Uh-huh. Because most people are just living their lives as though like any I disagreement they have is like breaker. a deal breaker. Right. And that's not true. That's not true. Uh, and and it's really important that you understand when you've hit a deal breaker that you you do have to be more clear about what your needs are. And then they get to respond, right? So the the like the loneliness and uh, of like a truly loving relationship is is knowing that you have expressed yourself so authentically right. to your partner 
that then when your partner says yes to you, the love that you feel is so rich and deep because they know you right. and you can say, wow, they, they really know me. Um, and, and without that, if you're not authentically expressing yourself to your partner, then you don't get to feel loved. Right. Because, because they're, they're, they're not, they're, you're not letting them love you. Right. They're not letting them, you're not letting them love the, the you that is truly you. Right. right. That's why a lot of people really don't feel loved in the world is because they, they don't feel safe expressing themselves. It's, it's, that's really all it is, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. And I can feel, um, you know, it, it kind of answers my question, which was, you know, what happens when people get to experience this? You know, I, I can imagine profound transformation yeah. occurring in one individual or both individuals as they start to realize that, oh, I can say what it is that I feel or what it is that I want yeah. and not be shut out into the street, right? Which I think is sort of yes. that existential fear of if if I say what I need, I will be outcast or, you know, if this person yeah. doesn't receive it, I'm done, right? And yeah. so what happens in people when they start to have this experience, you know, like, do you see shifts, you know, in, in the rest of their lives, in obviously how they are together? Really, really chronic fighters who, who just cannot communicate you know, I see in one session there, they, they get it, they get mm -hmm. it. And then, they, and then it's like, you end up having like one more fight because you're just kind of used to, you know, snapping at each other and you're kind of used to the old way, um, which I have a tool for to help people. And, um, you know, you might have one more fight and be like, wait a minute, this, <laughs> this sucks and feels like shit. What we did last week when mm -hmm. we had the cards and the, and the ritual and the tool and the space that we'd created, like that was great. Yeah. Like we thought that was going to be the hardest thing we'd ever do, but now that feels like a way easier thing we could do than what we're doing now. It's right. a, so it's like very, very quickly you see, like you have a life raft as one right, of my right. clients called it. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and, and really like, anything becomes possible. I, I really believe when, when you feel heard yeah. and accepted in the world, but particularly by what I call your high stakes, your high stakes relationship, right? Which is the person that you live with or the people that you live with. That could be, it could be your parents. It could be, um, your, you know, partner, um, could be your a sibling, right? Mm-hmm not as much a roommate, like that's a pretty high stakes relationship just because you're sharing, you know, so much space together. Right. But, but it, it's, it's not as, intimate. Um, not as intimate. Right. So it's yeah. not, it's not as super painful if it's not working, although it got, it can be very, very, very painful. Right. Um, but it, it's not necessarily an insult to who you are mm -hmm. if they don't accept you. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, what it feels like if you are not able to communicate clearly and lovingly to have communication that is clear and loving with you and, and your, and your high stakes, high stakes relationship. Right. So when you have that, 
you have a home that has created resilience. You have a healthy home. Right. And when you have a healthy home, you get to actually relax. Right. And when you get to relax, you get to experience health and you get to right. experience inspiration. And without that, it's just the possibility that you make poor decisions is very high. The possibility that you miss out on, you know, on tons of possibility in your life right. is very high, right? You need to have a healthy home. And what that means is a resilient relationship uh, where you can express yourself. Right. And, and be at peace. Beautiful. And so you are working with people mm -hmm. with the SPAR method. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you're out there listening and you have been going, oh my gosh, I need this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to invite you to take a moment to say more about how it is that you work with people, um, that there is this life raft that is available if you've been listening and maybe having a challenging relationship or um, saying, nodding your head and wishing this tool was, you know, something that you had access to right now. If you want to just say a little bit about how you work with people um, and yeah, who it is that you, you work with and um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I work with, I work with two people who, are, who both want to be there. Right. That, that's really the only, I have worked in couples. I mean, look, there's always someone in the couple who like really wants it less <laughs> and, <laughs> and really like is, is sort of tight and closed and that's fine. Um, but both people have to be there. Both people have to, there has to be buy-in from both people. Um, and, uh, and I do not work with, um, uh, narcissists. Uh -huh. I mean, it's just a, it, I'm not getting paid enough to, to work with, <laughs> with personality disorders like that. And, and also if you actually know that your partner is a narcissist, the the only thing the only good thing that can come from spar is that it becomes more clear and the healthiest thing for you to do usually is to take space from them um that's really the only way that um something like this can can help you if if you really believe that your partner is a narcissist uh -huh. um and so i work with couples i work with dyads i love working with you know a parent and a child or parents and children. Mm. Um, and I'd love to do more of that work. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's really all that's required is that two people are, have enough courage to call someone like me. That's really it. Like if, <laughs> if you are like, I think my partner and I would really benefit from this and you actually connect with me, then you're, you're going to have a great result because it, right. it, 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 it's, a, it's, that's what it requires. It just requires a little bit more courage and, and being fed up with, with how it feels now. Right. And both um, sides being, both sides being willing to show up. And both sides being willing to show up. And it's totally okay if one of you is like, 
a, a little skeptical or like doesn't really want to do it, but is showing up. But obviously, like you know, the couples that have the the these really insane, beautiful results that are just like, wow, yeah, we did that and it changed our relationship, and are like the is that this a couple who really want to be there? And they're like, we're trying to right. make this work and we just can't seem to make it work. So, right. Um, so how do I work with people? I, I used to work in person with people um, and I'd have them come over to my home and they would use my spa setup and my whole table and my whole situation. That was pre-pandemic. Now I work virtually. Yeah. Great. So if you're hearing this and this is resonating, give Leah, drop Leah a line. I'll leave your information in the show notes, um, reach out. And we have a special discount for anybody who is coming through this podcast. So you can just mention, right, that you heard through Ray of Light um, about yeah. SPAR and this work and happy to give you a special little little couple's gift <laughs> of yeah, a discount. It- if you're if you're listening to if you're listening to if you're a listener of Ray, then I can almost guarantee that you are going to have a, an an excellent result yeah. uh, with the spar <laughs> method. Um, yeah, and 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 if you're a listener of of you know work like this and podcasts like this, then you deserve. Like yeah. I, I'd imagine it's something that you're looking for if if you are not feeling great, um, right? Like to. It strikes me that you're a person who is a you know thinks about things in a certain way, and I can can almost guarantee that that this is the right thing for you. Yeah, and that I like that you said deserve, like that you deserve peace, that you deserve a loving, beautiful relationship, that Absolutely. you deserve being able to express your honest, authentic self without the fear that yes. you know your partner will leave you, and that it can bring you closer that this conflict is a gateway into actually deeper connection. And so um, thank you for facilitating that Leah for um, everyone that you do. And uh, just wanted to invite any final takeaways for anyone listening about um, yeah. Any, any insight perspective advice that might support more meaningful authentic, loving relationships of, of any kind, whether that's, you know, a partner or family community, et cetera. You know, I think what I would say to that is, you know, the, I, the, what, what comes to me is just assume that everyone's right. Uh-huh. Not that you're wrong. You're also you're also a person, right? Ev- everyone gets to be right because it's their life and their existence, and you know it, you you can even judge them for it. That's part that's part of this. But but the right. point is, if you can change the way you look at the world, at the whole world, just for one just for one brief moment and just say, yeah, that, that's their, that's their perception of, of their reality. And I don't really have a right to destroy it. And, and PS, 
that is not the way to change a person's mind. Like, do I believe that there are healthier ways to think than, you know, than what I see in the world, what I see exhibited by other people in the world? Like, absolutely. I have very strong opinions about, about this, but I respect, I respect people for, for, for how they are experiencing the world, even if it scares me, even if it feels like corrosive, right? It it just, you know, I, I, some people say, would you rather be, um, would you rather be right or happy? Right. I, I was saying, would you rather be helpful? or right. Mm. And, you know, this need to be right and this need for the binary experience of like, yes and no. And like, they were right, you know, I'm right and you're wrong. Right. It's just there, the, the, the beauty and the love and the possibility for you to just on your own in a personal way, reduce your pain and inflammation around like what you're seeing in the rest of the world that just looks insane to you. Right. That is okay. Right. Um, and you will feel healthier and you will have more energy, uh, and resilience to go out into the world and be who you are in a, in a radically more effective way, like a radically more open and, um, and truly effective way because we know like there is, this is, this is research, you know, backed data that says you cannot change a person's mind by showing them the facts (laughs) and certainly not by yelling at them. When, when you, when you degrade someone, they Mm -hmm. will absolutely dig their heels in. When you show them facts, even to support the opposite right. of their of their truth, they will still dig their heels in, right? Right. So it's not about being right. It is about being loving. Right. It's about owning who you are gently and letting go of, of this really erroneous understanding of what makes the world go round. It's not, it's not righteousness. It, it is, it's, it's calm. It's peace. People follow you if you are peaceful. It might take them a while if you are trying to get them to see another way, but that's really what it takes. And that is like the kind of really radical stuff that I see in clients who use SPAR is, is, is that, that the way people actually, the way couples actually change their mind is by completely dropping any need for that to take place. Right. That is when like really, really extraordinary miracles happen. Mm. So, so try looking around the world and just seeing through this lens there, everybody's right. Right. Including yourself. A hundred percent. Absolutely. You've got to back yourself. Right. Yeah. But it's not, I'm right. They're wrong. It's Everyone's right. Every, everyone's right. And and when you can look out in the world and just say, okay, sure, everyone's right. Like, mm, oh, it scares me a little bit to to think of their reality of of the world. But right now I'm just in my living room on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like right. there there's that is how that is how you create health in the body. 
mm-hmm. is you say, okay, that's a little scary. I mean, there's a ton of shit that scares me to pieces that's, you know, happening in the world. But I say, okay, I'm right. I can accept that they're right. And just start from there. And that is where you start, like in your home, especially in your home, because you because you have to, you have to be able to accept that there is no right and wrong. There's just you and me. Right. Beautiful. Thank you so much for so many nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> my, my, be- my deepest pleasure, really. I'm going to be pulling quotes like a mad person from the transcript (laughs) of this one. Um, No, but thank you so much. I feel like this was a really powerful and nourishing conversation. And just, you know, the thing that always comes through for me, especially when I experience your work, is Mm -hmm. um, this real deep acceptance, like Mm -hmm. this energy of acceptance of, you know, who someone is and like you mentioned the rightness of their experience that regardless of whatever it is that they're experiencing, that is what's happening. Right. And that each of us has this inherent deep well of wisdom of our body and our emotions that is, you know, just doing its absolute best best. given the situation and circumstance that we came up in and how beautiful to get to share, I think, that acceptance and the capacity for acceptance with others in the world right now. I think it's exactly what we need. And so um, if you're listening, I hope that this has given you um, some perspective and maybe capacity to bring that into your life even just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and for those who this is really resonating with, you know, really encourage you to reach out to Leah or myself, even just to continue the conversation. If something stuck out to you to leave a comment, um, or to, you know, email us or or talk more. Um, I'm really actually excited to explore ongoing conversations. Like if, if you have a story that you're like, Oh man, (laughs) can we please talk about this? Like, please reach out. And if you are in a relationship, um, where you are having conflict and really wanting that life raft, that way for that process, please, please get in touch. Um, Leah yeah, is I'm, really... I'm easy to find. LeahSiegel.co. You can contact me there and you can also see um, testimonials from Spar Method. And I also have endorsements from, you know, couples therapists and, and you yeah. know... Um, and you can also find me on Instagram at the Spar Method if you want to, you know, you can connect that way. But yeah, just find me, and I'm I'm always open for for conversation. Um, and if you're in pain, you're certainly not alone. And you also there there are a, a hundred ways forward. I promise. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Leah, for joining. This was awesome. As my pleasure. I love you so much. Love you too. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah.